John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ring, 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 ring. May I please speak with Zoe? Oh, hello, Lamorne. Let's patch in Hannah. God, I forgot what it was like working with you guys. Is this is this what people talk about when they say it's uh, when they say Winston and Cece mess around? Yes, let's mess around. <laughs> let's let's talk about an episode that we're barely in, but <laughs> is one of my absolute favorites. Um, All of season yeah. two. No, I'm <laughs> it's a mess around. Well, one of the storylines. I'll just say that there is a storyline in here that is one of my favorites. Um, but yes, let's jump. All right, in you and me. <laughs> yes, this I'm is very excited. About. Yes, they want to know around. in real life if we do the mess around, and we do, and you about to see it in our real friendship. So we're doing um, episode two hundred two, which is Katie. Um, it has got three storylines. It's got the very funny um, old Nick time traveler storyline, which, by the way, the reason why that felt so funny to me. Like specifically so funny is because it's something I feel like Jake Johnson would yes. fully fall for. Like, I feel like there was a little only a tiny bit of acting <laughs> like he would <laughs> he, he would fall for this in real life. I feel like the second one is also something um, I can relate to. And maybe I'll share mm-hmm. that story about um, a little bit of mistaken identity. You've um, done that? that? But that you might have also been kind of encouraging. Yes, I did. I was very young, okay, with the Katie storyline. 
um, which is also very funny. Also felt very Elizabeth Merriweather mm -hmm. that she would go through with it if the guy was hot enough. And she wrote this episode. And then we have our third storyline, um, which is about Winston's family. Um, and I just want to say this to our listeners. Um, that storyline um, is very problematic. It was very problematic then. It hurt a lot of people then. And even in the rewatch, um, hurts people now. Um, and it didn't deserve any air then. And on this podcast, we're not really going to give it any air now because it hurts to revisit it. So yeah. we are just going to put that to the side. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not my favorite, not my favorite storyline. Uh, on this show by any stretch of the imagination no no and uh, uh, you just have to watch it to get it so we don't need yeah. to kind of dive into it you watch it you see it it sucks yeah <laughs> it's not great we have great here's the thing great writers on our show i think the best writers in the business mm -hmm. uh, i think liz merriweather is one of the, the the greatest of all time in my opinion um but that 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 episode i thought it was like that storyline in particular i thought was like Bleh. <laughs> yeah um so uh yeah so let's so let's so let's so let's dive right in yeah this episode written by liz mayweather directed by larry charles um so also starring uh some of the, we had some cool guest stars in this episode huge, which i was huge. excited about super excited about anna maria horsford who played my mom and i mean i grew up watching this woman uh, do her thing on television. She is iconic. Um, you, I know her from, I used to watch a show called Amen growing up and she was on that. So, I mean, she's been on a bunch of stuff, but Amen was one of my favorite shows growing up and she was on that show. Um, we got Josh Brayton, plays Andy, Kenya Hill, Raymond J. Berry, Josh Gad, obviously. Uh, and we had David Walton. Very unattractive. The most unattractive man in, in, in television Whoa. history. Was this the intro to his character on the show? I'm assuming so, right? <laughs> yeah, huge guest stars. And also guest stars that in this episode, when they were introduced, people just fell in love with so instantly that they just kept bringing him back. Exactly. Yeah. So so let's dive right into this episode. Um, unemployment made Jess stir crazy. Cleaning, cooking. And weird felt art. <laughs> that, that, that was one of the weirdest <laughs> things. That, Do you remember? Wait, quick. I mean, don't mean to interrupt the recap, but I just have to say this really quickly is that when we wrapped the series, they kind of said like, hey, you guys can all take one or two things that really meant something to you. Um, and then as things got picked over, they're like, oh, still things here that are available. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that, that felt art just <laughs> sat there. there. Just like this ugly thing. I wonder nobody... who has that felt art. I wonder who I think, has that. I think the trash does. Okay, the sorry. trash probably definitely has that. Continue, um, continue. I'm not sure if you guys, if just, just if you guys don't know what we're talking about, the artwork that Jess uh, gave the guys as a gift. In the, it's the photo that it's the <laughs> it's the photo uh, that I personally, my character looked like if you would have told a child to draw what they think a black person looks like if they've never seen a black person before. <laughs> that's what that that's what that was. Uh, the guys go crazy when she gives it to them. Okay. So Schmidt, Winston, um, they elected Nick to get Jess under control. Now, Nick takes her to a bar where old time travel Nick, he he waits to stir up some trouble. Also at the bar, 
are Sam, Bearclaw, and Alan, three men who fall for Jess within minutes of meeting her. If you know Zoe, this happens to her all the time. Dudes are lining up to meet her and fall in love with her. Now, Jess, she asks for Alan's number, and Nick agrees, but she goes home with super hottie Sam, the guy who looks good. Anyway, while Sam is the greatest sex of her life, you know, probably in that moment, because later on when they start dating, you know, when she starts dating Nick, I'm assuming that's probably the greatest of her life. That's so sweet of you, by the way, right there. That was just you just being like a a friend in that moment. Yeah. Being like, no, but the boy she marries, don't worry, homie. Yeah, he puts (laughs) it down. You the best, you the best. Trust me, (laughs) I know he puts it down. Um, So Jess, she quickly realizes lying and pretending to be Katie, Sam's date from an app, could blow up in her face, but she's living off the grid. So fuck caution. Jess decides she will be a juggler of, fill in the blank, Hannah. What is she juggling? Man. Man. Meanwhile, Schmidt, he develops a crush on Winston's WNBA playing sister, Alicia. Now, this pisses off Winston's mom, obviously, but Schmidt refuses to take the hint and challenges Alicia to a love and basketball style game. Now, if he can beat her in a game of basketball, she has to go on a date with him. Now, Alicia, she shows up for one-on-one, but she checks the ball directly in Schmidt's face before walking off the court. That, my friends, is called justice. It was now, one of the best endings to an episode. It's oh, so funny. It's absolutely. one of the funniest things ever. Because for a second, you go like, okay, they're going to at least like dribble. You know, like something's going to happen. I'm going to see a shot. Go- no. Yeah, She's nothing. Like, Get Just the ball right out of here. Kapow! <laughs> okay. Now, back at the loft, Nick sends Bear Claw to Jess instead of Alan. That, that, that's a rookie move right there. So Jess, she flees to hook up with <laughs> Sam at the bar. Now, old Nick... He tells current Nick to apologize to Jess before traveling to the past via his time travel machine, a.k.a. his cardboard box. <laughs> now, all the men interested in Jess end up in the bathroom together, which is a very, very weird scene. There's <laughs> Jess, no way out. There's no way out. You've been lying and you get <laughs> caught and uh, there's, there's nowhere to hide anymore. It did not look okay. Um, now, all the dirty laundry is let out in the air. Now, miraculously, mm. Sam, he isn't put off by these shenanigans because that's a dirty dude. And two, they, they start up uh, a friends with benefits kind of situation. And that's what happened in this episode. 202 Katie. Again, directed Katie, by Larry Jones. Katie. Um, All right, let's mess around. Let's, let's mess go. around. Let's, let's mess, mess around. around. Let's mess around. Okay, because this is where I get like so excited um, about this confusion with the Katie situation. So basically what's happening with Jess is she's lost her job and she doesn't know what to do with herself, right. which um, I think a lot of people struggle with, right? We're used to being busy all the time. Be busy, fill your day, do something, be productive. And Not then all me. of a sudden you get given <laughs> me either, <laughs> by the way, <laughs> by the way, I'm like, I'm definitely more Nick than I am any other character yeah, on this show. I'm chilling. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm right. Okay with that. That's right. Um, so she's um, she's chilling at the bar trying to do the thing. And um, the very handsome uh, David Walton walks in playing Sam and mistakes her for a girl he's been chatting with online. This, by the way, is why you got to send photos. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing? You got to send the pics. You got to send a pic because this you got catfished in real life, which is pretty phenomenal. Which is strange, which happens all the time now because of all these filters and 
you know, the Photoshop, you know what I mean? Like I, I was going on a date. I was supposed to go on a date um, with this Jamaican woman one time, you know, Korean woman showed up. I said, what? <laughs> face, she said, but I identify online as, <laughs> as a Jamaican woman named Cleo. I said, oh, OK, all right. If you were in the same situation, if you were sitting in a bar and the hottest woman showed up and was like, hey, Stephen, oh, my gosh, I've been waiting to meet you. This is amazing. Let's go. Would you be like, I guess I'm Stephen tonight? Well, here's what I would do. I would charm her with a couple jokes right at the top. You know what I mean? I would I would do that. I would break the ice a little bit. Then once she's like into it, I would look around and I would go, I'd be honest with you. Stephen stood you up. He stood you up. He's not here, but I'm here. Daddy's home. And then, okay. yeah. I, you know, I, and I'd whisper that ever so gently right by the side of her face so she could feel the presence of me. And then maybe she wanted, wants to ditch this guy. You know what I'm saying? But I wouldn't lie about it. You wouldn't lie. There's no way. There's no way. Yeah, it'd I'm be a little stopped. weird if you were kicking it later and she was just like, oh, Steven. And you'd be like, no, nah, I can't do it. I got to go. <laughs> it'd be weird. <laughs> I'm a jealous guy. I'd be like, who the hell is Steven? <laughs> oh, it's me. It's me. It's me. It's me. It's me. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Man. You go. Keep going. Oh, man, <laughs> I'm also a very vain guy. So when she came back to my house, she would see my name everywhere. Who's this Lamorne? It'd be like, oh, that's my, that's my servant. I don't know. <laughs> he works for me. You know, you know what's I mean? funny? When I first moved to um, when I first moved to L.A., I got invited. Uh, I didn't get invited. My friend was a makeup artist. She did makeup on a movie um, and she brought me as a plus one to the director's house. who was having like the rap party at his house. Mm-hmm. And I'd never been to anybody famous's house before. And I uh, famous. <laughs> and uh, I uh, I remember we walked in the front door and. I kid you not, because it had a spiral staircase, like, and I don't know, like 100 foot ceiling or something crazy, because it went all the way up like the three floors. And there was a no joke, it must have been 30 foot tall portrait of him hanging in the entryway. (laughs) So he could definitely never catfish anybody because that's his house. You know it's his house. Name names. <laughs> I can't name his name. I feel Larry weird. Charles. He was so nice. Not Larry Charles. <laughs> Not Larry Charles. Um, but I was a big. I am a big fan of his work. Um, but I remember being like, "Wow, I guess this is how uh, famous people live. You you get that portrait Damn. done and you slap it up and say, I bought this house.' That's yeah, I'm, te- I'm telling Michael Bay you said that. <laughs> I'm telling Michael Bay you said that. Damn. All right, so she commits to it and goes <laughs> it down is Michael the line. Bay. No, it's not Michael oh, Bay. Okay, I'm Are sorry. You, you changed the subject so quick. I thought it was Michael Bay. <laughs> no, I just don't trust myself to not slip the name out. <laughs> I can't keep All it right, Chris, secret. Shout out to Christopher Nolan. <laughs> but go ahead. Sorry. No. So here, I, I, I. Well, my situation's worse because I kind of like trick someone. The reason why this episode kind of triggered that memory in me is there. Uh, Nick says to Jess um, something like. There, well, enjoy it now because there's no coming back from, oh, hey, actually, my name is Jess. Yeah. Like, you will terrify a man if you hold on to that. Like, you have to either own it in the moment, like you're saying you would do, right? Mm-hmm. Or you just got to be Katie. That That's it. That's who you are now. Yes. That's your life. And I, um, I, I, there was a radio DJ in Cyprus when I lived there. 
And here's also the joke, because there was no, like, internet. It's not like I could even Google what this guy looked like. But his voice was fine, okay? And it was a call-in show. But he had mentioned it, and I'd never called in. I was, like, young. I was, like, a teenager. And I'd never a called call in. call-in show? Yeah, like, you'd play music, but then, like, people could call and in and be call like, in hey, and- I'm only saying, I'm only questioning that because our our listeners are, some of them are, uh, don't know what that is. You're dating (laughs) So you're the the radio DJ would be playing all the songs on the radio and then you could call and be like, I want you to play Baby, Baby, Baby by TLC. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. And I never called in, but he mentioned at some point that he was single and that he um, uh, loved everything French. So I called... Uh-huh. I called in the Colin show the next day and I was like, um, hello, uh, I was just uh, wondering if you could play that song um, by a, a TLC. What? Uh huh. And he was like, oh, so he put like the song on, but kept me on the line. And we now, but now I'm deep. Because at what point do you now, the super guy you had this like weird crush on on the radio, at what point do you go like, so I don't talk like this, I talk like this. <laughs> oh, Now what do I do? Gosh. What do I do? So here's the thing. Here was the problem. Because he says at some point, um, hey, um, uh, he sp- speaks to me in French. I didn't know that. I didn't know the man actually spoke French. So he speaks to me in French. And I shoot. I don't know what the, what he said. And I go, <laughs> Okay, um, I'm I'm actually uh, uh, I'm trying to practice my English. So do you mind <laughs> if we just speak in English just to help me? And oh, he went. Wow. I mean, I was fourteen year old girls, man. You got to watch out. They're so what? smart. They're so yeah. fast. No, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, watch out for the fourteen year old girls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, man. You have Send a daughter. I'm just room. saying, when she's a teenager. <laughs> You better like, you know, triple check all the things that she says because she can oh, be way smarter than you. Oh, yeah. The doors are locked. She ain't going nowhere. <laughs> so there came a point in my situation with the radio DJ where because he wanted to meet me because uh, he was calling and I had to tell him, one, I'm not French. And two, uh, my voice sounds really like this. Oh. <laughs> my voice is actually quite deep for a woman. So I'm sure he was like, I don't believe anything about you. And I never heard from him again, you guys. So here's the thing. Lamorne's <laughs> approach is right. Just own it in the moment. Um, because what happens in this episode is is that Dr. Sam comes back at the end and is just like, I don't mind. It's cool. It's cool that you're not Katie. Um, I'm a bit of a liar too. Everything is cool. I just want to say I tried it out in real life, the Katie situation, and it did not work. The man was no. scared and he was gone. Um, he probably this also happens. was like 25, to be honest with you. Who knows? I didn't see yeah. a picture know his age and I was 14 and he was probably like, uh, what is happening? Yeah, but you're trying to set this man up for five to 10 in prison. <laughs> What are you talking about? You trying to put this know. man on the registry? This was pre Google, man. We were calling radio lines. To, this could be nineteen twenty two. Cut to uh, you're you're getting a knock on your door by this man who has to now go door to door in the neighborhood and let everybody know he's a predator <laughs> and he is <laughs> he is a, a, an offender because you know, of what you have done to this man. That's why there's uh, no more call-in shows. This became an urban legend <laughs> oh of that little God. French girl who was no longer French. Ooh, can I just say one of the other, the other thing in this episode, by the way, that mm-hmm. my favorite thing that happens when we watch this show is when I, I can see somebody break. Mm-hmm. 
And they have to use the take because they obviously broke in every single take. Mm-hmm. And there is the two shot of um, Zoe and Max <laughs> when mm-hmm. um, when Jake is l- leaping. Oh, yes. <laughs> and you can tell that Jake is like going to overcommit to the bit. So it's funny. Right. Mm-hmm. Other, but he doesn't want to do it. And then he does like the weird overbite <laughs> to like really get some like leverage to jump in the air. And they just cut to Max. And it's definitely not Schmidt. It's just Max. It's Max. Laughing his ass off because he knows how uncomfortable Jake is. <laughs> and then when Jake sits down and goes like, that's enough, I'm done. That's also Jake, not Nick. Yes. I'm almost, I, you know, I'm, I'd be curious to go back and look at this and look at the pages to see if if Jake actually does that dance in the script because <laughs> Max was notorious for uh-huh. egging you on to go and go the extra bit. Like he uh-huh. would, I'm, I'm almost positive Max was whispering to Jake, like do it, do the dance. Do well, it, he says it, it in the scene. And I was, I was like, was that scripted or not? Because he goes like, let's see it. Let's see you do it. Let's see you yeah. leap. And you can see him go like, <laughs> Oh yeah. I think if you push Jake enough, he will do the bit, but then there like, are fine. moments where he's just not, in, he's like, no, I'm not doing it. But, if it's funny, if it's funny, he will he will definitely go for it. Um, and that dance is a very memeable, memeable thing. Like I see that I see that dance all over the place. Memeable moments. I'm surprised that's not like a TikTok dance now. Like the recreation. Yeah. The recreation. The recreation. The recreation, recreation. of um of the of the Jake or the Nick Miller leaping dance. If you um recreate that dance, please. Please, please tag me. I want to split screen. I want to see him do it and you do it. I bet you guys will just slay it. Oh, absolutely. And we will be right back. Yes. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. 
someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Welcome to our show. Okay, the other thing I want to talk about too in this episode that I was like, had me in tears was just describing what great sex is. She left her body, went to heaven. She saw her grandparents. Oh, yeah. She thought it was weird. She saw her grandparents. She came back to earth, became a werewolf, wolf. scared some teenagers, scared and then came back and to her body. Oh, One of the, God. I was like, that's. You know that's what's funny lot. about that? Uh-huh. You know what's funny about that? Not only is it, it's funny, it's funny. Her delivery was really funny. Uh, and, and, and even the writing of those jokes were really, really funny. But they were so accurate to what women tell me. <laughs> After we we lay together, it's crazy because I'm always just like, you know, that was cool, you know. Um, where's my money? But then, uh, they, <laughs> they and then like, you say, could you read this? The words on this flashcard to me, it just makes me feel good. <laughs> could it makes you just me feel say this? so much better about my performance, which is less than stellar? Uh, just putting it out there. Uh, <laughs> no, but that was that that. That right there, you know another another part of this episode that I also found very funny. When we're going off talking about listing things, mm. was when um, and I know we're jumping around a little bit, but um, the hypothetical time travel when Schmidt has a list of the people that he wants to 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 do things to, and you know it's a typical Schmidt list. It's Marie Antoinette, mm. it's Cleopatra, mm. young Anne Margaret, old Anne Margaret. <laughs> 
if you if you had an opportunity to go back in time, ooh, and there was a, and there were there were one or two people that you could or list your your Mount Rushmore of people that you're like oh, that gosh. that's someone I could I would have loved to have. I know you kind of can't say that now because you're married and it's. It's not it's even that. I just, cheating. I can't, there's, uh, my brain and body don't work that way. There's nobody even now walking down the street where I'm like, mm, I want to, mm. that's just not how I work. That's, I need really? to know you for like 30 years. And I, I have need you to seen Hulk Hogan walking down the street? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we see Hulk Hogan walking down the street. Damn, Anna, you ain't living. Look, I could give you a, a a list of billion people long of all the people that I wouldn't let even be in the same room with me. I'm like, I know what I don't like. Um, no, I don't have a list of, of historical people that I would want to sleep with. I would have a list of historical people that I'd want to like, um, like a binge like Netflix for like three days with. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I know. That to me is intimacy. Do you want to sit on my couch and eat popcorn and Neil make some bad? <laughs> Just pull up a piece of this sofa, get cozy, mosey, and let's watch some TV together. Let's get close. That's I mean, me. That's I would, on brand for me. You got to say that's on brand for me. That is on brand for you. A nice yeah. bottle of wine. That's Your right. idea of a good evening is yes. polishing off a bottle of wine. Yes, That's... let's order some pizza. Let's make bad decisions in the culinary world. Come on now. Well, I got my list. I just it Don't... just pop, popped up in my head just now. Okay. J- just now, all the all the all the ladies from the movie set it off. All of them. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> Okay. All of them. All, all of, of them. them. I just that's, that's that's just my that's just my fantasy right there. Queen Latifah got to have her cornrows too. So that's, <laughs> gotta, that's gotta be it. You know what? The Queen's on my list too, though. On my pull up a piece of the couch and let's like watch oh, yeah. some TV. Queen's on my list too. Oh yeah, she she on my list and on my bed. No, I'm kidding. Uh, okay. Uh, just just you know that's uh that's that's my that's it right there. The guest to set it off, and then maybe Pam Greer. We throw Pam Greer in there. Um, you know, she, you know, Pam Greer, old Pam Greer, and new Pam Greer. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You basically have a very schmitty list. One hundred percent. I know we're okay. not going to talk about this storyline. Mm. I don't want to talk about the storyline, but there is. I do want to talk about just Anna Maria Horsford, iconic, legendary. She plays my mom on the show. That she is so exciting to me. As uh, I, I, just, I, I grew up. I grew up uh, watching this woman, so I, I just I was just honored to 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 have her play my mom and Kenya Hill, um, model extraordinaire, actor extraordinaire. She plays my sister on the show, and uh, and I you know just very very grateful that they were on the show. There's an interesting question that Joelle posed mm. uh, in our notes here, which was um, Winston, <laughs> Winston and Alicia are they Reggie and Cheryl Miller? Now, for those who aren't familiar, Reggie Miller, NBA legend, his sister, uh, mm. Cheryl Miller, iconic basketball legend. Some would say even better than Reggie. Um, you know, so she's an Olympian. She's a, a, a world-class athlete. Um, I would probably say it's, I don't think it's based on that, but I, but I, but it's so much, it's right there. It's right there on the nose because She's just flat out better than him. Like <laughs> she's, you know, 
typically you would say, oh, that's a, it's a, a he's a he's a guy. She's a girl. Like he's got to be better. No, not in this dynamic. Not in Reggie and Cheryl's case, and not in Winston and Alicia's case. Winston is a failed basketball player. This woman is a pro. This right. woman is a straight up pro. And so, um, so to answer that question, Joelle, uh, I would say it's close. It's very much so close. If we wheelhouse. had a writer from Indiana, then maybe. Yeah, then maybe I would see. It's in the wheelhouse. Um, uh, I'm in one scene of this episode. In one scene, um, coaching Jess on how to sext. And I will say this, um, that is in my, my real life, not sext, but text. That is my real life um, best friend superpower is if you have just met a boy and you like him too much, or a girl just seen a man across the room and now you're about to lose your whole man to like mind and plan a wedding and you're getting mm-hmm. crazy, I, I will say, give me your phone. Just give me your phone. <laughs> oh. I will. I will take the 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 nutso out of you that <laughs> you're about to text well, this man. Walk me through this. Walk me through this, Hannah. You know give what the a... you know what the key is. What? Say less. Just say less, which is what Cece tries to tell Jess in it. Say less. Don't send two texts, three texts, four texts back to back. Send one. Wait. Put your phone in a drawer. Walk away. If he doesn't text you back till tomorrow, it's okay. That's not a reflection of you or your worth or all the things. Don't send him 90 texts. Don't worry. He, I promise you he was not in a car accident, but something may else have happened to him where he just didn't get back to till tomorrow. He's not but a trash human for not texting you back. Just calm down. <laughs> but let's be clear, though. I just want the listeners out there to... I don't want them to, to misconstrue anything that you're saying. You're saying... If that if if you are having a text exchange, just say less. But what I think she means is unless you're sending uh, erotic photos of yourself, send more <laughs> of those, but less. So you guys can go back and forth with those photos. Just don't send too many words. Is that what don't you're saying? Even, no, my advice to every woman is don't send any of those photos. Don't say, that man no, wants right. to see it. Let him come in person. Let him come you're in right. person. And when you're ready, you can show him all your beautiful body in person when you're ready but don't send that man a picture you're right you're right i, I agree i i was just trying to get what i was just trying to let them i didn't know what you admit so <laughs> yeah yeah hey listen don't send those photos videos are okay but the <laughs> photos is what you're saying <laughs> hannah I'm, i love your advice hannah i, I think the <laughs> listeners out there will really take this to heart you um, are being <laughs> by the way the jess of this conversation of what happens in that scene <laughs> Where she's like, what? I want you to touch my meat bar or whatever. Oh. <laughs> yes. That's what happens. It's so that's one of the funniest funniest deliveries of lines is when Josh Gad is like, and I can't wait to see your meat bar. I was I was on the floor. I was like, Josh, <laughs> when he does the bear claw retract contract. Oh, we've all been there. We've all With been the, there. His little back tattoo. Yeah, I have a tramp stamp, and I show and when I show people. <laughs> It's over the years is it has become this, you know, faded and distorted. I don't want to get it touched up. But whenever I do you show have women, any tattoos, by the way, I have, a, I have a tramp stamp. You do not have a tramp stamp. I, you I falling a, on a Sharpie this morning does not qualify as, as you have a tramp stamp. <laughs> it's a bull. I have a Brahma bull on my back. <laughs> uh, no, no tattoos. You have any tattoos? 
zero. Man, I don't know what it is. I just don't, I don't think I, I don't think I want anything permanently on my body. Like That's that. my problem. I'm I, Look, I love tattoos. I'm just too wishy-washy. I would go yeah. into a tattoo parlor and walk around and look at all the photos. I'd get down to like three and I would go back and forth around the three and then it's way too permanent. And then I'd walk out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've been to a, mi- a million tattoo parlors and it, and it kind of went like that. You know, I have friends who are tattoo artists that are always like, when you're ready, it's on the house. And I'm always like, ah, I'll see you next week. And that turns into <laughs> 10, 10 years ago. You know what I realized? I don't think anyone on our cast has a tattoo. Some of Max's moles are tattoos. <laughs> he put them on for character development. He's like, just tattoo them on. 100%. And Jake's uh, chest hair. A lot of that's tattooed on. <laughs> a lot of that's tattooed on for sure. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Also, by the way, so we just have to dive into it for a second because I think it's like one of the fun things about this episode of who is everybody really. And the mm-hmm. old Nick thing, right? Because at the end, yes. he goes into a cardboard box and puts on a tinfoil hat and goes, beep, boop, 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 beep. <laughs> right? But he says so many things. Like, is he just like an observant guy who just like has been sitting at the bar and realizes he heard, like overheard Nick say something about writing or overheard Nick call someone a clown or can yep. just see that that girl likes him and he can tell that Nick's kind of dumb and is going to do something dumb. So he's saying things that sound smart and he really is a crazy man. Or... Is he from the future? I'm and then that's the big the distract at the end. Yeah. I'm going to go with the latter. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with he's from the future. But, I like that too. But maybe not from the future. I mean, it, it depends on how you look at the future. You know what I mean? I think this, I think there's some sort of interdimensional travel going on here. Different timelines. You know what I'm saying? Right. That yeah, some I of do. the information could be, you know, it could be encoded into this person. He just, he just knows. He's just from a different timeline. That's all. He's just That's intuitive. All. Maybe he's just really he, intuitive. You know, sometimes you just know a person. You just I know. do. Yeah, you don't do, you don't, you you you're on you're in you're in another timeline. That's all. That's all it is. And you're connecting. You're you're crossing paths. Sorry to go this deep. Uh, welcome to our show, listeners. But you know, we're going there this episode. <laughs> we're going I really wonder though like why it didn't come back. I feel like um like Tran like that was kind of like in the same wheelhouse, right? Yeah. Of it's like he's it's like a daddy issue. <laughs> With the yeah. Nick Miller character, like he wants someone to guide him. He wants someone to say, "Look, you should say sorry." Hey, look, you know, you're going to make mistakes. Um, 100% I think that's what he's looking 100%. for, like deep down, I think, because you see who he's really drawn to and the and what he wants to believe. Or also, people aren't that complicated when you really think about it. There are simple solutions to a lot of problems. I think sometimes we overcomplicate them. So when he's when at the end, you know, he's, he's like, what should I do? He just says, make her an old fashioned. He could have said yeah. anything in that moment. He could have said anything. Make her an old fashioned. He could have said, talk to her. He could have said. You'll know what to do. You know what I mean? It's just sometimes you just need to hear something or or just a suggestion. You just said, hey, make it old fashioned. And it happened to work. You know, you know what, I mean? what? It's also a super sweet ending to this episode. And I and I I really like like the tenderness of it because there's no like joke in that moment where she goes, yeah. what are you going to do to me? And he looks at her and you see in his eyes 
couldn't do anything. And so when she goes like, no, like really, and the worst thing that he could come up with that he would ever do, right, is he's going to get drunk and pee in her closet. Yeah, and pee in her closet. That's right. Which is really sweet. Like it's one of those moments. It's these Wait, tiny little foundational blocks of like Bill. Well, he's not like saying like, I'm going to cheat on you. I'm going to, you know what I mean? Because that's what every girl is going like, what do you mean you're going to hurt me? What are you going to do that could hurt me? And it's like, oh, you're going to be just like a dumb boy. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, Hannah. Cheat on me. Don't pee on my clothes. Okay. <laughs> Cheat on me. I don't want to. I don't. Because here's the thing. It gets dried up. You don't know they did it. You you put your favorite. You put your favorite jeans on. You walk outside and everybody's calling you piss pants because you just <laughs> smell. You stink. And you don't know who did it. You don't know who the culprit is. Now you have this reputation going on and on. Oh, that's the man who smells like urine. And you don't know where it's coming from. And you go and you wash those pants. And then you're going to put on a different pair of sweatpants the next day. Those smell like urine. Now you start questioning to yourself, do I piss myself and I don't mm. know? Mm. Do I dry piss? Because you would know if it was moist, but it's dried up. Do I dry piss? It's just and, vapor and, and steam at this point. Exactly. It's I'd rather air. you cheat on me and know, and, and I know. Then I know. Cheat on me, please. I'm begging you to do it. Don't pee on my shit. There you go, ladies. If you're in a situation where you're just like, you're, you're dating Lamorne and you're mad at him and you got to do something, cheat on him. But don't. Please. Don't. Put, don't put any urine anywhere yeah. near his clothes. I'm not about the piss play. That's not, that's <laughs> not for me. <laughs> I don't think that that's where <laughs> Nick was going with it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I like how I said this is like weird. the sweetest part of the episode. <laughs> the sweetest part of the episode is him saying, I'll just be on your clothes. And on that note, we will go to break. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I never thought I'd take my three young kids to Sicily to solve a century-old mystery. But that's what I'm doing in my new podcast, The Sicilian Inheritance. Join us as we travel thousands of miles on the beautiful and crazy island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a mystery for the ages and untangle clues within my family's origin story, which has morphed like a game of telephone through the generations. Was our family matriarch killed in a land deal gone wrong? Or was it by the Sicilian mafia? A lover's quarrel? Or was she, as my father believed, a witch? Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to our show. Also, I will say this in this episode, I think it's strange that, that we, we, we normalize, and it happens in movies all the time. It happens in TV, it happens in movies often. And in mm. this show, we did it. We normalize having sex in a public bathroom. But whenever I do it, the cops are called. Okay? Whenever I do it, I got some explaining to do. I got some bribes to, to you know what I'm saying? I got to put a little dollar in the pocket. Hey, don't let don't tell TMZ. You know Here's what I'm saying? Here's the thing. If you heard a woman in the men's bathroom, would you just, would you assume that she's being harmed? And no. kick in the stall door? No. I was like, what a reaction from the claw. Yes. Like, what a, I mean, and his, by the way, this is why Josh Gad is an incredible, like dramatic performer is the pain yes. in that scene where he drops to his knees and <laughs> screams, what is happening? And I loved you. And you believe it so deeply. Oh, yeah. Like so deeply. Oh, yeah. He's, it's so funny. That, that came from somewhere. It came that, from somewhere. That came from somewhere. I could tell you if it, it, I've, I've, I've walked in on weird situations before in my past and I know the feeling. Ooh, it hurts. Ooh, Ooh you that would be my nightmare. My absolute nightmare. Oh yeah. That's 100% a nightmare. I may have had nightmares about this. <laughs> I just, I yeah, just saw like a TikTok video of, um, it's a very cruel prank. I would never play it. But it's of uh, a wife. I, when the husband, like, you're like, bye, honey, love you. And he's like, gone off to work. Oh, you yes. wait a minute and you send a text and be like, okay, he's gone. Come over. And then you watch the car <laughs> vroom, <laughs> reverse all the way back up. And that man running up the stairs. Oh, who's coming over? <laughs> who's here? <laughs> Yo, I, 
that that right one one it's a very good one that's a very good prank but it's also like it's very it's very um what do you call it it's uh you 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 you're towing the line there because i know you're getting a real reaction right now <laughs> well because here's the thing what if you let's say let's say i were a cheater and let's say i was married and i was a cheater Mm-mm. and i and i was texting my my side you know my side bay hey come oh she's gone come over and then my wife came back in i would that's what i would do i would say oh i was just joking ha it's a prank you've been punked that's what i would do so can i tell you what i would do what okay if my husband texts like she's gone you can come over this is why this is what i'm telling you that's a 14 year old girl that was like hello okay let me tell you mm-hmm. i would go around the block park at the end of the block out of sight of my house in my car and i'd sit why are you whispering and i would wait <laughs> and that's when then i would know my husband probably sweating because it goes like she didn't run back she didn't run back <laughs> So she's just yeah. sitting somewhere mad. Oh, yeah. I would block her. <laughs> and I would Don't probably sit no. there for hours because I'd be like, she's running late, but maybe but, she's coming. <laughs> but then joke's on you. Joke's on you. You got That's fired right. from your job. But now it's real because then the anger gets, oh, my goodness. That's a dangerous game. You never know how someone's going to react. I'd be sitting there on the block being like, when this car. And then he probably ordering breakfast. And that poor Postmates guy, he's going to get it. The horse meets delivery woman. I'll be like, oh, you brought coffee too? <laughs> She's like, I just delivered. I just got delivered. Please give me five stars. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, yeah, that would be a terrible one. For sure. Terrible one. Um, okay, before we jump into uh, True American, I just want to say one thing. When I heard the description of just describing great sex, which is one of the funniest things I've ever heard, it reminded me of watching um, Black Adder. Did you ever watch Black Adder? That Black British... Adam. I've seen Black Adam. <laughs> Starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Slightly different. It was Rowan okay. Atkinson's um, uh, incredible series. And each season was a different era in history. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really funny and really weird. And it's, it's old. Um, but I will never forget, there was a guy called um, Lord Flashheart. <laughs> and he's just this very like alpha guy that always has women and is the complete opposite of a Rowan Atkinson's character. <laughs> and he's always like comes in and he always has like a, a woman that he's just like, you know, kind of like grabbed his on his hip. And he uh, I'll just never forget. I mean, I probably haven't watched the show in like 20 years, but I'll never forget. He goes, Lord Flashheart says um, he's a pilot he said, uh, you've got to treat your. Uh, women like you treat your the, the plane. You got to get inside her seven times a day and take her to heaven and back. Whoop! <laughs> he whoops at the end. What? <laughs> he got inside her seven times a day and take her to heaven and back. Whoop! And I was like, I don't know how old I was when I heard that, but I was just like, wait a minute. I was like, this is happening to someone seven times a day? And they're trying to take you to heaven and back. And then they woof. I was like, this seems <laughs> exhausting. <laughs> Seven times a day. That that used to be that used to be the number right there. I remember those days. <laughs> Seven times lucky. <laughs> Seven um, okay. Oh, where's the bear? 
Now it's time for Where's the Bear? Where's the Bear? Where's the Bear is brought to you by Hyundai. When it comes to your journey, Hyundai is thinking of every mile. Yeah, I, I, I saw... Well, go ahead. I, I'm going to let you do it. I don't cause... even need to go ahead. Hello, Bear Claw. Come on. That's pretty Come good. Come on. Silver platter. Good. Not only do we have Bear Claw, we have the Bear Claw tattoo. Okay. That's right. So there's just bears bear everywhere. I think there's like a bear in Winston's room. Of course, you got the bear on the fridge, yada, yada, yada. But this, there's a whole character called Bear Claw. And then they showed the Bear Claw. That's, Period. Yeah, that's good. Done. Proven. Thank you so much. Thanks for helping us with our bear hunt, Hyundai. Remember, with Hyundai, it's all about the journey. Whatever your destination, they've got the latest tech to get you there safe and keep your passengers entertained along the way. From shopping to buying to owning, Hyundai has your back. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. You know, you know, sometimes when the truth is right in front of you, mm. the answer is right there in front of your face. Mm. I didn't even realize that. <laughs> That's why I'm the one <laughs> on the bear hunt. That's true. I'm going to let you keep hunting bears. One, one bear is going to turn around and, and get you. You know? That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> Come get me. <laughs> it's fine. You went to some dark shit. Right. I know. I know. You want to play some True American? All right. True American. True American. Folks, it's about that time. You want it. I want it. We all want it at the mm. same time. It's True American, folks. We are back. Yes, indeed. The regular listeners, they know what time it is. If you're just catching up, it's when we dig deep and we ask each other questions. It's that simple. Um, now, Hannah, I have a question yeah. for you. Yeah. If I had a terrible day yes. and came to you for a drink, mm. what would you make for me? Okay. All right. So it depends. It depends. Um, if you are having a rough day, you do not. You want a non-alcoholic beverage. You want something new, delicious, filling, um, tantalizing on the taste buds, kind of comforting. I would make you a mango lassi. What the hell is that? <laughs> it's like an Indian milkshake. So I would put fresh mangoes mm -hmm. into my blender. I would put milk and mm -hmm. I'd put a little like cardamom just a mm -hmm. little, Ooh. and blend it up super frothy. So delicious. So good for you. So yummy. Now, if you came over and you're like, no, I want like an adult beverage. Thank you so much. Here's mm -hmm. what I would make for you. I would make my twist on a Tom Collins because I remember we were shooting New Girl. I uh, had a day off. I had a lot of days off. On this episode, I had almost all the days <laughs> off. Um, and I was watching uh, Chinatown. I'd never seen that movie before. Mm -hmm. And Faye Dunaway is sitting in a bar. Um, and I paused the thing. And I was like, I know this bar. And it's the bar we shot at, at the Prince. What? Yes. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I was like, this like iconic movie, an incredible actor. I mean, that, that's the bar we all do uh... dumb stuff in. That's so weird. And she says, I'll have a Tom Collins. Um, so I pause it. And I was like, what's that? So I Google it and I'm like, that actually sounds quite refreshing. <laughs> what's in it? It's gin, um, tonic, uh, lime, and sugar. Sugar Ooh. cube. Yes, it's really refreshing, really delicious. So I was like, 
all right. So I went for a little walk, went and bought all the stuff, came back, made a couple of Tom Collins, and then continue watching the movie. And it's delicious. And it's still my favorite drink. I just don't put the sugar and I put in about three times the amount of lime to make it a little more tart Engine. than sweet. Wow. <laughs> that's what well, I, would I would make for you. You would have options. That would uh, that that's that's more. I I do love a gin drink. I'm a, I'm a Negroni Negroni guy. I, I I definitely love a good Negroni. I would give um, you Hendrix and like Fever Tree, and ooh. then fresh limes off. I have a, a a tree that grows limes in my backyard. So that's that's what it, you'd be getting. Like All right, fancy the business. That's fancy. All right, fancy. I gotta steal yes. lemons from my neighbor's tree. You can steal from my tree anytime too. We got lemons here too. Listen, I love your, I love, I love the Tom Collins. That, that's a very accurate one. That would make mm. me feel better. Mm. If you want to see my bad day get worse, give me that mango smoothie thing. Because <laughs> I'm lactose intolerant. And we well, can make it, it with coconut it, milk. Well, it's too late. You already said milk. And <laughs> I should, I should have asked would, if there was any restrictions in your diet. Fair play, fair play. Yeah, that'd be that. It would throw off my whole pH balance would be off. <laughs> <laughs> It's so bad in my stomach. Um, now, if I were to make mm-hmm. you a drink, if you I already know, you just said it. One, you know, a Tom a Tom Collins with a bunch of lime, no sugar. That's right. But if you know Hannah, uh, <laughs> old school Hannah, Hannah can outdrink anybody. That's true. I we and I'm not calling her an alcoholic, but. You know, I have a tolerance in me that must be something that's just bizarrely genetic. Yeah, I you you drink like a Viking. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we all know, go to the bar and everybody's having some drinks. I'm you're never going to see me like stumble or fall or get messy or whatever. It just doesn't yeah. have like an impact on me. I don't yeah. feel crazy. And she hops in her car and she yeah. drives home. It's always it's all good. <laughs> I'm kidding, everybody. I do it's not nuts. do that. Hannah usually, so funny, she drinks, Hannah usually would drink, and I didn't realize this, it, like she would always say, hey, let's go grab a drink, meeting with different people. We hung out a few times, but it was always like around the corner from where you live, so you'd walk. That's right. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, this is why she's suggesting to, eat, to drink at El That's Carmen. Right. <laughs> you know. I love El Carmen. El, is that still there? On 3rd Street. Yeah, that's about oh. the business. Little um, Door has a great bar next to it. El Carmen. And then some and then Goal opened up and then that was on 3rd Street. Oh, I used to live off of 3rd. Yeah. yeah, it was a really fun uh, neighborhood to live in. Great bartenders, like super sweet guys that a lot of them are still there. Yeah. Really really nice I, people. I live in that neighborhood now. Um but uh, I would I would give you a nice bottle of red wine. I don't know what I don't know what kind you drink. But See, here's the thing. This is the same thing. Like with your lactose, I don't take red wine. Really? Nope. Is it just white wine? I like drink? a like a really dry white or like a rosé or anything with bubbles. Ooh, I thought you, for some reason whenever so all those times you would say to me. Mm. You'd come to work. Hannah would come to work, and she would go, "Guys, I had the craziest <laughs> night. Me and my man, uh, Jesse, we just, we just sat back. We, ooh, we put on a documentary. <laughs> we was being bad, <laughs> and we cracked open a nice bottle of wine. We might have gone through a bottle and a half. <laughs> I don't know how I'm standing right now. It was white wine. Yeah." Yeah, it's even it's everything is it's, it's always the tamest version of everything you've envisioned because then you would share your <laughs> evenings and I'm not going to repeat it. 
I won't do that to you. I love you too much. I'm not going to repeat it. And I was like, wow, how are we so similar and so close as as friends? And we um, together we're having the whole human experience of life because we are not crossing over in any yes. of our choices once we leave the set. That's true. That is, I don't. I we're don't the get spectrum, it, the full true. spectrum of living. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. It's good to know. That is good to know that it's just white wine with some ice cubes in it, and that's your <laughs> idea of a rage. I do put ice cubes in it. <laughs> I can tell. I, I mean, I like oh, a chili. <laughs> I like a chili. I like a chili. You can put a little water down, a little chili. I sometimes I have it with a straw. Oh my god! I know it's like a sippy cup. I'm just, I'm just a big baby, you guys. That's it. Uh indeed you are. Indeed you are. <laughs> Um, this was, by the way, the most fun mess around we've had in a while. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed it was. Um, I enjoyed this mess around. Hope the fans out there enjoyed this mess around. If you if you did enjoy this mess around, please, even if you didn't, just like this episode. Like it, <laughs> hit that subscribe button. <laughs> lie to us. It's fine. You can lie to us. Also, please tag us in any videos of you side by side doing the Jake Johnson slash Nick Miller leaping recreated for us please the world needs it it's so yes. funny the world needs it like the world needs our merch so please make sure you go ahead and cop oh, yeah. a mug cop i was a wearing the hoodie by the way walking down the street the other day and there i've never ever worn something like with my own face on it <laughs> do it all the time <laughs> like on my back it's on my hoodie and so many people liked it they were just like oh my gosh and then i would turn around they'd be like oh nice hoodie and i turn around and it's me and i'm like hi <laughs> 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 it's a, it's listen it's great material it's the best material it's the highest quality material i don't think yeah. you find any other material it's out very there cozy i love it yeah. <laughs> and uh queen latifah if you're listening uh you want both our lists yeah. them corn rolls to the back love you hannah you've been listening to welcome to our show a new girl recap podcast Welcome to our show is a production of iHeartRadio, hosted by Zoe Deschanel, Lamorne Morris, and Hannah Simone. Our executive producer is Joelle Monique. Our engineer and editor is Daniel Goodman. The Welcome to Our Show theme song was written by Zoe Deschanel, performed and produced by Zoe Deschanel and Pierre DeRieder. Follow us on Instagram at Welcome to Our Show Pod. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, you can email us at Welcome to Our Show Podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share far and wide. Thanks for listening. We'll hear you next week. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is Sheep Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.